Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Finance Bible Podcast. Just a quick reminder that nothing in this podcast should ever be taken as personal financial advice. And if you are seeking financial advice, just reach out to us as we know many people in the industry. Today, we're going to be talking about credit scores and why credit scores are so vital with everything in life. As per usual, you're joined with myself, Zeke, and fellow co-founder of the Finance Bible Podcast, Don. Mate, let's get into it. Credit scores, pretty important topic. We actually haven't talked about this, I don't think, so this would actually be quite nice to share our thoughts and insights. But for anyone out there, credit scores, obviously is a score based upon repayment histories. Um, how good are you with repaying debt? For example, you got a phone bill, do you pay that on time? Are you in arrears? Are you paying that back whenever it needs to be? Same with rent, mortgages, whatever it may be. Getting a good credit score means you're good at paying everything back. You don't have any problems. But what happens if you know you fall behind a couple of months? How does that actually impact your score? And if you do have a bad score, what does that mean for you? So that's kind of what we're gonna be talking about. I know you and I, day to day, we see a few clients who do have pretty poor credit scores. To give you an idea of the impact a bad credit score can have, I've met clients who are earning upwards of 150K each, 300K combined income. And with a poor credit score, they can't actually service any debt apart from a car loan. Basically, the banks won't lend them money. It's funny how that actually works. Like in someone else's eyes, for example, that couple, this couple killing with income, you know, got a family, had a house, and you know, they go to the bank and they can't actually borrow money. Any other person would be, that's so, you know, you're ridiculous, why can't they borrow money? It's literally because they haven't paid back on time and it actually does affect you. First of all, what can affect your credit score? For example, payment history is a really big one. Are you paying your rent on time? Are you paying your bills on time? Electricity, mobile, internet, ETC. All of these bills, majority of the time, are linked to your credit score. Car loans, credit cards, home loans, all of that kind of stuff has an impact on your credit score. Missing payments, like a lot of people already know, is a big thing when it comes to credit scores. If you miss a payment or multiple, it will impact your credit score. For example, if I miss one payment on a credit card or I'm a little bit late, it should not have too large of an impact. But if I miss two in a row, three, four, five, you get to a point where your credit score is going to be really negatively impacted. Generally, and it's a rough estimation, missed payment history actually makes up for about 30 to 40% of your credit score. So that's a huge chunk that can affect it. And if you are worried about your credit score, you've never actually seen it. There are a few different websites where you can log in or create an account and put in your tax file number and actually check your credit score. For example, off the top of my mind, Credit Savvy. I've used that a couple of times. I've got a running monthly update on yeah, Credit Savvy. Yeah, Credit Savvy's good. We'll put the link of Credit Savvy in the bottom of this podcast anyway, in case you are wanting to look at that. And that doesn't impact your score. Yeah, so look at your credit score, doesn't act as an inquiry, which brings me on to the next point. Making numerous inquiries, um, you know, going to a lender, looking for trying to get a new loan, all these new bank inquiries, that actually impacts your credit score a lot. And the funny thing is no one actually thinks it does, but the more inquiries you make, the worse it looks on your end. So going back to the two percentages and overall how much that affects your credit score, inquiries probably um, takes around 10% of your credit score. So it's not as much as missing repayments, 
but everything does add up. So if you are wanting to go down the path of a new loan, car loan, home loan, personal loan, go to a broker. You don't make all these inquiries yourself because you're probably digging yourself a hole. Find a trusted broker in your area, someone, a family friend, or you know someone who you may have heard through the grapevine. But try and avoid doing these all by yourself because down the track, this could literally come and bite you in the ass and you can't get any money for that investment property you want, that home you want. Inquiries last on your credit file for five years. So if you turn 18, run out, get a credit card, apply for three or four different ones, you want to shop around the market, get the best deal. Or same thing, you turn 18, you get a good job, you're like, oh, I can service a good car and get a credit card. Again, you shop around, you might go to two or three different credit card providers, get a car loan. There's four inquiries within the space of, you know, two, three months. You're in a situation where in five years time, four years time, you're going to get a home, you're going to get an investment property. These inquiries are still on your report and having a negative impact. A big one for the younger age group is buy now, pay later applications like Afterpay and Zip. It's all good at the store when you, you can't afford this TV or whatever it may be, but you, you pay it through Afterpay. Um, what you need to remember is you still have to make these repayments. Um, at the time, it's probably free money, like a credit card, but Afterpay and Zip and Buy Now, Pay Later do also have a big impact on credit scores. So remember to pay them off. So what is a good credit score? Like what number is actually good? Zeke's got a bit of a, a graph here, which, which we'll run through. And we'll run it off the Equifax score because Equifax is probably the largest credit score provider in Australia. Tier. Top tier rating is between 833 to 1200. A very good rating is 720 to about 830. Average, 620 to about 720. Fair, 510 to 620. And then you've got low. We're not talking flow rider low. This isn't a good thing. We're talking 500 and lower. Another thing that impacts your credit score is the amount of debt you actually currently have. For example, if I'm on $100,000 per year and I'm owing 550 grand on a home, chances are I'm not going to get any more servicing for a loan, whether it be a credit card, car loan, home loan, ETC, because my level of income can't actually afford to pay more debt than that while I'm still maintaining living expenses. There are a few factors that actually affect your credit score. The question is, what does that actually impact? What is the outcome of having a bad credit score? And what is the outcome of having a good credit score? If you are going for a loan down the track, um, a lot of listeners are probably potential first home buyers coming up the ranks, um, all looking at investment properties. We need to figure out what credit score will the bank actually approve you at. There's no actual based on the, the ranking system which we had, there's no cutoff spots. So if you're in a fair and low score, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not gonna lend you money. It may just mean that you're not gonna get money at the big four banks. So you might go to a third, third tier lender such as Liberty Financial, Pepper, um, the list does go on, but there are a lot of options for people who have a lower credit score. Yeah, so generally in the lower end, you'll be dealing with Pepper and Liberty ETC. Now, when you're dealing with Pepper, it's going to be harder to basically get out of that situation because they will charge high interest because they're on a more of a risk. They may not lend as much because you've got such a low credit score. So the lower your score, the less you can generally get, the more interest you're charged, the bigger risk you are. And that's how they make their money. When you start going up in score to 800, 900, 1000, you're getting to the better end of the spectrum. You can start actually 
getting lower interest rate loans, higher amounts of debt, ETC. When you get to the real top tier, we're talking 1100 you may actually get a much better interest rate as in you might be looking at an interest rate of 3% as opposed to 5% at the other end. On on half a million dollars, you can see how that will affect your day-to-day. Yeah, and if even if you're, when you are going for that loan and you've been approved of a, a Liberty loan or a Pepper loan, which is a high interest rate, that doesn't mean you're going to be paying that rate forever. Like Zeg said, when you start to pay your bills, your credit score starts to increase, you can look for a refinance and if you are able to move to a, a big four who are going to provide a, a better interest rate for you so you can start saving some money. I think that's kind of what we wanted to, to dive into, a bit of an introduction and some explanation of how credit scores can affect positively and negatively. Yeah, just the impact of, you know, think about your credit score when you're doing things. If you want um, Zip or a credit card or a car loan or a personal loan for a holiday, think about how it can impact your future because it does have a long-term impact, five years of it being on your credit report. Until next time, keep investing. Keep budgeting. And, and keep, keep listening. listening.